What is the weirdest combination of food that you like? Golden rice. Ranch pizza. Um, pineapple and pizza. What are you saying? You were the one who said it's love. I know, because I was waiting for you guys. Wait, so... Oh, is it lagging? No, no, no. Um, so, Alishba, you and I both had pizza answers. Oh, okay, so we can't but, do that? No, 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 it's <laughs> fine. We're, the podcast <laughs> has started. Oh, okay. Um, so, you do you actually like ranch and pizza? No, yeah, I do, actually. I used to actually, like, think people were weird. I remember in, um, like, in elementary school, and, like, you know, in the cafeteria, people would put, like, ranch on those, like, weird, like, cafeteria pizzas, and I was the like... The rectangle ones? Yeah, the rectangle ones. And I was like, why do people do this? But, like, I think now, like, recently, in the past, like, two years, I, like, ranch with pizza. To <laughs> me, ranch and pizza just seems, like, so, like like gross like not not in the terms of like taste but like yeah. it makes me feel gross do you know what i mean like it's just so fattening like fatty and like, yeah yeah it's already pizza like this oily thing with and cheese then and then you're dipping in ranch it's like yeah but i don't i don't yeah. mind the taste Chami, you said what orange chicken yeah i said orange and chicken like if you think about it that's like the weirdest combination but oh, okay. Wait, did you say a food and then say that it's a weird combination? That's a whole dish that's like whole dish. a common dish. No, no, but like think about it. Like who thought to put orange and chicken together? Uh, no, Tristan. We're not talking about the combinations that are already created here, okay? These are all combinations. Pineapple and pizza. That's a staple. Like Yeah, that was a little uh, too, but that's, that's very divisive. Delicious. That one's like people are it really is. like either for it or against it. Pineapple but like, pizza. what? No, go ahead. Pineapple pizza though is like on the East Coast. It's like not a thing. This is like a Midwest thing. No, but pineapple usually, pizza is like the best pizza. So I usually I like pineapple and jalapenos yeah. and chicken. And then it tastes like you know, for example, like a. Uh, it's like a Mexican type of dish because a lot of Mexican dishes have something that's like sweet and spicy yeah. at the same time. So that was my thing. What was yours, Amber? Milk and rice. But that's just because, like that's I said, it, but it, no, no. So like not milk and rice. Like I'm talking like chicken, like chicken curry with rice and then milk on it or oh. like or like dal, like um, beans with rice and milk. That's the um, most disgusting. I grew up eating that. I didn't realize that wasn't like normal until I started hanging out with other people. And okay, technically, to want like rice itself to warm it and like to cook it, you could cook it with milk. So like that makes sense. But like the whole I like no, my dish but like yeah. putting hot and beans and chicken milk. on it. Yeah, that's a little. <laughs> no, but we we also put yogurt on it, which is like not too different from milk. That's true. Exactly. So I used to think but it was like super crazy. gross. It is still super gross. But like, it's not, it's, it's, not. Not too, it's not too much different from yogurt. So I don't, yeah. I, don't know I saw, I saw um, like people complaining on Twitter on a whole thread about things like this. That's why I brought it up. People were saying pineapples and pizza, brownies and nuts, fries and ice cream, eggs and ketchup, fries chocolate and, and mint, peanut butter and apples. So, I think all those things so those are, are actual things. Yeah, they're like. I think those are all great things. They're made. I, yeah, I love all of those actually, like a lot. Yeah. I feel like combining foods. Have you guys ever seen Ratatouille? Like, remember when he takes like the cheese and the <laughs> strawberry, and then like the flavors start. Okay, I'm done. 
<laughs> you can continue explaining your thought. No, but like that's that's just where it's coming from. Like I have the same feeling as Remy. Like <laughs> it's so amazing. I I think sometimes you have to combine foods just to level them up. Like if something's dry, I automatically just need. I'm a sauce person. Yeah. Sauce. All right, we'll do the intro now. Okay. Thank you guys for tuning yeah. into an episode of Strange Flavors. My name is Shimmer. I'm Faraz. My name is Amber. And right. today, as a special guest, we have Dr. Alishba, who is in her white coat. <laughs> it's, our, uh, it's our friend Alishba. Bootleg doctor. <laughs> who we also call Muffy. So she's our guest on the podcast today. We'll get into it in a little. Yes. And this is brought to you by Alif Theory. You can find us on all over social media uh facebook twitter instagram you can listen to us everywhere on soundcloud spotify wherever you listen to your podcast quarantine radio quarantine radio we're also on youtube at strange flavors and if you want to email us or send us your music strange flavors podcast at gmail.com yes sir we still have our merch on alive3.com slash shop um and thank you guys all for supporting everything that we've been doing um i want to start out real quick by saying Last was it last week? Yeah, last week or two weeks ago, we had a virtual concert. When was that? I, I, like I don't remember week. time anymore. Like two yeah, weeks. It was like yeah. a week ago or so, week or so ago. Yeah. It was so, a week and a half. Uh, the other day. Time. The other day. The other week. Um, sometime in in this quarantine madness, um, we had a virtual concert uh, for Ronopono, and uh, we did it to benefit. Any sort of um, relief programs for COVID-19. Um, we t- we picked two of causes that were one related to the United States and another one that was international. And you guys helped us raise almost $300 for that. So that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. And hopefully we can continue doing some things like that. Um, let me ask you guys real quick. How are you guys holding up? What are some things that you're really like struggling with? Um, Alicia, I'll start with you because you're uh you're a new guest on this well uh thank you guys for having me okay um, you don't have to be that professional but yeah so i'm still uh technically in school so i have like my classes and you know stuff that i should be doing but it's been a struggle because studying at home is just like are you in zoom university zoom university literally <laughs> And, like, exams are online, too, so that's really, like... That's lit. It's, I mean, it's lit, but they record you, so... Oh, so you can't cheat. You can't, yeah. They, oh. they like, watch your, like, movements and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, and... Are there, like, really exams, funny like, things that, like, people are doing in the background? Like, wait, do you oh, ever see... You know, so, like, most people know, I think people are, like, boring in med school, so they're not really doing, like, anything <laughs> yeah. funny. They're just, like, they're just on there, but sometimes people, like, don't put their thing on mute, and then they're just, like, I don't know, like, there's stuff in the background, and then you're just, like, you need to go on mute. So, that, and, yeah, so basically, it's been, but I'm getting sick of sitting at home. I think that's the, I need, like, I need activity. Like, I need to go to TJ Maxx and, like, Marshall. <laughs> I need to go to the mall. I need to get my nails done. I need to, you know, so like I miss. I those think things. girls in general are saying things like, oh, I need my eyebrow lady. Like I need to get wax. I need to get my nails done. Eyebrows and nails. Yeah, yeah. Eyebrows and nails. Barbers. 
So guys are missing their barbers. Guys are saying the same things as barbers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not missing anything. I've been, <laughs> I sure. told you guys, I tell you guys every time I've been ready for this. I never got my hair cut. I've been ready for this. Oh my gosh. Amber, you were, um, you're extroverted like Alishba, but now you're saying that you don't care if you don't go out. What's with that? I, so um, I said that in context because now that I'm going out, I'm going out to go work. So my dad had a but like we talked about in the last podcast, but like my dad as a business owner, like had a bunch of employees quit. Um, and so he was short staffed and was going in himself. And I was like, you don't go in like you're an older gentleman. Like, let me like, let me go in. So I went in back into the pizza business after 10 years of like not working. Yeah. And I went in and I was like, oh, customer service, like, sucks. <laughs> like, this is a like, like, after working in a school for 10 years and having parents hold you at like, such a high regard and like, speaking to you with so much respect. I thought I had a lot of really good communication skills from dealing with so many different types of people. However, people were paying me $1,000 just to begin with, just for us to even talk. So like they, it comes with like a certain level of respect. Are you wearing like a suit or anything or like a mask or like (laughs) what's going on? I have gloves on um, and I am not wearing a mask just because I feel like it would kind of like give off like a weird vibe to customers like didn't you say like, like a- i saw on your facebook you said some guy like mm-hmm. breathes into your so, and he went, <laughs> oh i wanted to bring so, so, so this um uh, this man probably in his like 50s or 60s and i have a sign in the store that i wrote that says please practice social distancing like please stand away from the counter by two feet and everything right this man puts both elbows and reaches across the counter puts his face one foot away from my face and goes, can I get a cheese pizza? Like, did he do it on purpose? Oh my! That's just how he talked, and he and he just spoke straight down my throat. Like I just like felt it. Did you just stand there? You have grown. No, I um, I I did one of these. I was like, like trying to like bring the hair back up. I was like, like trying to like puff it like back out because like that's the only response I had at the time so I like moved to because I didn't want to be rude to the customer so I like put my face on I was like <sighs> okay so how can like what can I get you no 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 and then I went to the back and I'm so sorry I've been talking so much trash about about my mom's whatsapp group but I went straight there and drank a hot glass of water I, I like started chugging hot oh. water because I was like I'm trying to kill the bacteria in my throat Alicia, but does that do anything to kill the hot water the acid to kill it no like the hot, the hot water. water does that do anything um no apparently like the heat kills like the virus but that's not proven so i don't know if that's like true or not but that is like the you know other countries in the world are trying this thing of like steam rooms and like hot water and like all this stuff and the blow dryer up your nose <laughs> <laughs> no not- way I heard that that it has to be like an extremely high temperature, though. Like someone was on uh, Joe Rogan or something and he was saying, like, what if you just sit in a sauna? He's like, it'll like, you know, maybe help you a little bit, but it's definitely not getting rid of the virus. Like it needs to be extremely hot and like drinking hot water. I I don't know. A sauna isn't apparently a sauna isn't like as hot, but steam is like hotter than boiling water. Like that temperature is hotter than boiling water. So apparently steam can help. And they're doing that in, like, you know, India and Pakistan, but, like, 
don't know. Yeah. And people uh, are actually using like their clothing steamers, like Insta, because like not everybody has like the face mask steamers for it. They're using like their clothing steamers for it. Yeah. I mean that's just I, dangerous, but. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I saw this guy. On, like... <laughs> I was at Wegmans the other day, and um, we were like getting out some supplies and stuff like that um, for the house. And there was this guy, you know, in um, those like motor, uh, what's it called? The carts, the electric carts. Yeah. Like yeah. for like obese people or like disabled people like or whatever. Older, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was this guy sitting in that with a full, like one of those like hazmat suits on. And uh, it was like all white and he's just driving around. Everyone's like staring at him like, oh my God, what is this guy doing? And then one of the workers like went up to him he's like hey you have to get off this and then eventually when we were going back like to check out he got kicked out i think they were like doing a prank or something but people were not having it like they were annoyed of him they weren't like oh like he's being cautious or something they were like was that a young person he he was probably yeah he seemed like he was younger like like it wasn't like like an older gentleman doing it like no 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 like he was clearly like he could walk and everything and like (laughs) i don't know i don't know if it was a prank i didn't see anybody with a camera or anything but i was like at first i was scared i was like geez should i be wearing that like i i would be wearing that if i had that but i didn't know chami oh sorry sorry go ahead okay there, there, I don't know if you guys saw in the beginning of the quarantine, but like that girl wore that white outfit and then like went to the club and then like took off the white outfit and then just like chilled in her oh, regular yeah. clothes. There's people. OK, no, even in the grocery store, I saw this guy. He's wearing gloves and he's eating like stuff that he <laughs> bought, like grapes and stuff. It makes no sense. But, you know, it's really hard because even when I was at the store, I'm like double thinking how I'm supposed to go about it, right? Because it's like, okay, if I grab these bananas or this cabbage or something, should I grab a bag, then put it in? Or do I wash my hands after? Do I wash these when I get home? And then like, when I go to the car, should I now wipe down the handle before I put the groceries in? Because either way, these groceries and these bags came from the store and they're going in my house. (laughs) And so am I wash like, am I getting rid of the bags? Like Mm -hmm. it's so much you have to think about. It's really, really difficult. I'm like, I don't know. People on Postmates, they're like triple bagging the food item just so like the diseases aren't on there. There's WhatsApp that are washing the groceries. I mean, the way that we do is like, we have like two sets of gloves we wear the gloves when we get out the car. We get all the groceries. We put them all in the car. We take the gloves off, put them back on to take the groceries out of the car, yeah. and then spray everything when we get inside, and then remove the gloves. Jeez. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so, Alicia, you have, like, a kind of a funny story because uh, you're always in a mess. You go to school in Barbados. Um, and tell us a little bit about like what happened. Was it a hurricane or something at first? And then now this, what was it? Yeah. So it was a hurricane. Yeah. So first I was on another small Island in the Caribbean and then we got hit by a hurricane and then we got moved to a ferry boat to like finish the sweet life on boat. 
<laughs> I mean, it was not Sweet Life, okay? <laughs> on deck. <laughs> this is not oh, sponsored, okay? okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, so it was not a Sweet Life, but it was like, yeah, so we had to finish, like, our semester on the boat, and then um, then we got moved to, uh, like, a place. Well, we got moved to Tennessee, so for a bit we were there, but then we got moved back to the Caribbean, which Barbados is, like, way nicer. It's a nice, like, island, and it's way more developed. Like, people think it's like a first world like country I guess but um yeah now then we got this like corona stuff and then we got sent back home because technically the whole like with the law it's like you are not as a U.S. citizen you're not allowed to be during like a emergency you're not allowed to be in another country like I mean, you are allowed, but technically, like, each country is responsible for their citizens. So mm. it's, like, you know, slowly, like, over the weeks, like, first we got sent home, like, they gave us an option. But then, like, slowly we started getting, like, you know, more, um, like, things from the government that they were just, like, you should be in your homeland. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Like, really weird. I feel really bad for everybody that's, like, seniors, especially in, like, high school and college and stuff that, like, yeah. If if this was happening, like, it would be so hard to manage all of that because you have it planned in your head. And just, like, prom. If I take... And they're missing prom yeah. and graduation. All right, yeah. Amber, prom is not a big no, deal. I'm, no, but I'm saying that, like, imagine that you planned. Like, it's not a big deal for you, but imagine, like, a senior who is in high school. Like, just because you don't value it doesn't mean that somebody who is in high school. No, but and I'm saying, like, they, not about values or whatever, but I'm saying like the act, like actual things that will count, right? Like yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying that like they're missing out on things that are like known as high, as like experiences, like prom, graduation. Like okay, they're let like. Let me just let me just cut to it for everybody that's missing out. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. There we go. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I never wrote prom at home. <laughs> you know, all the dances before prom are actually more exciting. Prom is like overhyped. You have to do yeah. too. Much like what's with that though you know like you have to especially as like a teenager you have to buy all this stuff like the the suits the flower it's so extra yeah for no reason limos like personally i feel like our homecomings were more fun than our prom because they were a lot more strict then and like i remember we had like all white music i mean that was rude we had all like you know very (laughs) well like cotton eye jones stuff like yeah stuff like that and then Finally, the DJ played um, uh, Shake It Like a Soul Shaker, Shake It Like That song, right? Oh, and oh urban as, music. And as soon as they played that song, my, I saw my principal run across from the hall all the way to the DJ booth and was screaming, cut that off. And they went oh straight God. to Barney. Barney? Barney. Barney. I love you. You Are like you straight, bar- straight Bro, Barney. What the heck? That's it crazy. Was, no, we had urban music playing. I remember my eighth grade dance. We had all the old like, um, what is it, two step, and then like, uh, yeah, but, yeah, not but those, are, those are still like songs. songs you can like dance to and stuff. Like what Amber's talking about, like, uh, what's it called? That one song by Journey. Don't oh, stop. Living in a small town. Yeah, yeah, all those types of songs. Like those count as I think like super like extra mayonnaise music. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. Just, it's just super vanilla. Like, yeah. 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 Um, you know, I was thinking after we did the um, the little concert thing, there's a lot of people out there that are uh raising money for things like this, um, like individuals, and they're working really hard to do it. And 
it makes me think about like corporate America and just like big companies in general and like how much they could just, you know, with a swipe of a finger or whatever, like just contribute a lot more than like people working really hard to raise money like with each other. Um, do you guys think that like they should be doing more? Is it their responsibility or like do they not know enough? Like how should it work? I think, Alicia, you want to take that yeah, first? Yeah, no, I think with uh, corporate America, there's, like, so some big companies are, like, contributing to, like, this whole, um, for, like, hospitals, like, mass, that are, like, but the problem is, like, sorry, along with that, cut off. a lot of companies, oh, Did sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, so I was saying that most big companies, or, like, I'm not going to say most, like, there are some companies that are contributing um, like to hospitals for like masks and like things that they need and like, you know, just like important stuff. So they're contributing in that way. But mm -hmm. then on the other side, there are a lot of companies that like I've, I've heard or I've been seeing that like they're also um, affected by this because like they have to lay off like we were watching like my mom keeps the news on like 24-7. So um, basically like, uh, you know, Tori Burch, the designer. She came on and she was like kind of talking from like all business like, um, you know, she was like speaking for like a thing because they had like some like petition or whatever. And so she was basically saying like, I, I might have to sh like shut down, like I might have to just completely shut down because like I'm losing, of course, like even just like small businesses, losing employees, losing just revenue. Like if there's no revenue, there's no company. So mm -hmm. yeah, they have money in the back or whatever, but at the same time, they can't, how, that can't sustain that like, like long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the problem here. And that's why we have this, uh, what is it called? Like the security bill, whatever it's. Mm, the $2 trillion bill. Yeah, the $2 trillion thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't I don't think Tory Burch can do much complaining, but I, I get about the no, small I businesses. Mean, yeah, it's more so, like, more so in favor for them because I can't really, like, for example, it's like an online business. And for the most part, but like, I do feel really bad for like, um people who do have to pay rent and stuff for their businesses luckily a lot of people are being lenient and like they're willing to work with people and yeah. there's a lot of like things that you know people are willing to kind of work out but did you guys notice what type of businesses are booming right now well pharmaceutical uh, companies Charmin. always but what else yeah but also like i drove by like, I was going to the grocery store, I drove by the liquor store, and the whole parking lot was Yeah. And I was curious, and I just looked there for a minute. And when I tell you the amount of people that were such in close contact going in and out of that store, I was like, that's where, it start, that's where it's spreading. Yeah. That's Except where Corona. Spreading. Corona is not doing too hot. <laughs> oh, no. Apparently, yeah. they stopped production of their beers. Really? 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 <laughs> wow. That's, so that's crazy. crazy. Um, who else is... Like, I think what's kind of cool about um, what's been going on with people finding, you know, like hobbies and stuff like that. I feel like there's a lot of um, like artists and just entertainment in general that's um, taking off. And it's really interesting to see, like, you know, like with uh, if we were to get the thousand dollars a month, like Andrew Yang was saying, or like if there were to be anything like that, um, we would have a lot more people that would be doing things that like they're passionate about instead of just like working every day um, for
for jobs that like they don't necessarily like know if it's getting them anywhere or whatever. And I don't know what would happen with those jobs. Like people wouldn't be working as many like odd jobs or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like uh, the artists and like the entertainment, like we're having possibly like a a small little renaissance period for like everybody that's describing what's going on right now. You know how like in history, there's always like periods where like whether it be the world war, like Great Depression or whatever, there's at the same time artists that are like making like legendary uh pieces of art or music or whatever that just like go on to live forever so i feel like that's also happening at the same time i don't know what it is for us right now but there's going to be definitely certain things it might be tiger king who knows like tiger king's going to be our renaissance like (laughs) like didn't jazz arise from like what the like either 1920s or like I don't know one of the Civil War. I don't. I'm. I'm saying wrong. I don't know history. <laughs> but but jazz did arise like from something like that. Yeah. Um. There. I mean, like hip hop. I guess like is also from something like that, where it's just like these groups of people that were you know excluded, I guess, or like that are in certain parts of society that are now playing the music that resonates with them and like coming up with new sort of styles like it's always from something like that um but i want to talk about tiger king real quick have you guys uh been keeping up with that i'm not finished (laughs) but i've seen uh half of it i'm surprised you got up without finishing the whole thing because i'm pretty sure i watched the whole thing either in one sitting or two just because I was like I'm like I'm not gonna I can't like not know what's gonna happen and it was weird because as you continue to watch it I won't spoil it but like it just got weirder and weirder yeah. and you yeah. think the story's going somewhere and then it went completely somewhere else and then like I think that like it came out an amazing time because I would have never watched it if it wasn't plastered all yeah. over my timeline and we it was so hyped like everybody was talking about it and it didn't like yeah. i thought i didn't know that it was going to be a docuseries i thought it was like some you know uh what's it called one of those like mystical mythical type of shows because it sounds like it would be that yeah and uh, <laughs> yeah like tiger king i thought it was like something that's going to be um what's like the game one of that ever game of Th- like, yeah exactly oh. i thought it was going to be like game of thrones type but um no, it was, it, it's, like, so interesting that, like, this is, it was, like, their real lives are like a movie, you know? Like, everything about the characters and stuff like that, there's so much, like, depth to it and so much, like, like you're saying, the weirdness to it that it's it's just automatically intriguing. Yeah, obviously um, it's, like, I don't a know, well-made... I have, well-made a, I have the real... Sorry, Charmier. Obviously it's, like, a well-made documentary, so they're probably, like, taking out things, like, putting it in. And oh, for sure. So well together it's so well pieced together yeah like the order of it right like they didn't they could have told you like the really essential information right away but they kept it on purpose and they like organized it in a way that it was like okay this episode is going to specifically be about like um you know the cult and this episode is going to be about um the cheating or like no i'm not i'm not gonna spoil it (laughs) the thing the thing i like really really um think that made the show was joe exotic and i'm just like absolutely fascinated by him do you guys like him or don't like him 
I think he's a likable dude. I, I think that like when you hear like the story, you start to be like, all right, but I feel like you know that person in your life somewhere who just like says things and kind of just like, it doesn't really mean them, or at least in my life, I feel like there's people that you're like, oh, I love them, even though they are the way they are. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think he's cool. I think Carol Baskin is really fun to hate, too. Yeah. I think uh, Joe Exotic's, like, a very awesome character to like because he's so, like, passionate about, like, the tigers and the everything. And so... It's just cool to see, like, how passionate he is about his tigers and whatnot and, like, how in-depth he goes with the battle with, like, Carol and all that stuff. But you can definitely see how he can get, like, carried away with stuff. Um, but he is, like, a fictional character. Yeah. Alicia, but do you have any thoughts on I haven't, I haven't watched it. Oh, you haven't watched it? So, like, I don't know. No, yeah. I haven't watched it. I, I'm waiting, you know, to, like, yeah, I, I was going to s- time, so... Like, I think um, when we see somebody like this, who we're not, who is not a typical sort of everyday person, right? They're very extra beyond, like, they, he has just a crazy amount of confidence and charisma. And uh, we're not used to people saying what they mean on that, like, going that hard with it and going to an extent that, like, literally gets you put in a bad situation because you're so passionate about what you do. And I think we can see that in in characters like the Joker, right? Where yeah. no, everybody knows that this guy is like he's doing wrong, and but there's some truth to what you, you have some like you relate to them in some way. It's relatable in some way because it's just like wait, something that he's saying is sticking with certain people. Like not everything is you know rainbows and unicorns. There is like flaws in the system, and there are people that like if you look at Carol, right? The way that she holds herself and she like she's a very like smiley person and like she's like, oh, I'm doing good and I'm saving cats and this and that. But like there's something that even if he hadn't said something, I would have been like, you know, I don't I don't believe this. Like there has to be something deeper than this. Right. And another person like that is six, nine. Right. Like he just freshly is getting out of jail now. But like we all know that six, nine, the rapper with the rainbow hair, like he's this guy who is involved in horrible things. But at the same time, his trolling like brings out a certain side of like even, I guess, what is perceived to be the good people, the people that are running the show that it's just like you can't ignore what this person is saying because there is something that needs to be said and, and like that's the only person that can say it at that level. And six nine, I'm not like, he's not like a yeah, somebody it, who is. He's he's an entertainment. Yeah. Like an entertainment thing. I'm um, just saying as a likable thing. I think that it's also very weird. Um, on the note of Tiger King is that like it's interesting to me that Carol Baskin was able to pull is able to pull off like a sanctuary type thing. But when you look at like her zoo versus um like basically any of the other guys that were running one hers seemed more like little and run down and she had all these volunteers so she was like having work done for free meanwhile like joe's still like he's not paying a lot but he's still attempting to pay and like it doesn't seem like he'd be pocketing much for himself but the real question is here here is do you think carol baskin i mean for who have watched enough do you think carol baskin killed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for sure. 
I mean, I, she I, has tigers. Like, she definitely fed them. She's a crazy person. They're all crazy people. They're all capable of doing those things. I think the craziest, also the craziest thing is, like, this is a documentary, so it's real. Yeah. And, like, they're probably getting death threats, like, all of them. Like, the people are, like, probably on both yeah. sides, like... People are probably like really passionate about this. Yeah. After she turned all the comments off on her Instagram. Oh, she did. <laughs> oh my god. So wow. like, it, people are probably going to her place. Probably not now because yeah. of quarantine. But no, but yeah, probably. <laughs> She's lucky that there's quarantine happening because yeah. people would come after her. Definitely. Yeah. I have. I have to say, I have also just recently joined a cult, and it's uh, it's the Animal Crossing cult. Have you guys heard of this game? You're in Chrissy Teigen's cult. Oh, she likes it? She, like, only tweets about Animal Crossing. What that's is awesome. this? It's a ga- So, Animal Crossing is a game that's, like, it's, like, a real-life... Okay, it's not real-life at it's all. It's a but kid's there's like, version of Sims. Kind of. But, like, there's... In it, like, you have, like, finances, there's loans, there's, like... Um, kind of like a stock market system. You pretty much build, you have an island and you build like your your own town there. You move in neighbors, you like collect fruit and sell it and catch like fish and bugs and different things. And like, you're doing it for helping your town's economy and like furthering like how it looks and everything. Right. And it's like, so you're like a member of the society. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but what, like, what pulled me towards it more was, like, the cultiness of it, right? Like, the the people behind, like, the fan base of something sometimes is just so strong that, like, I'm now on Reddit. Like, before I thought Reddit people were, like, you know, Crazy. like, a certain breed of people that is just, like, oh, they're... I don't they know. Are. They, they are. are, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's hard to explain what Reddit people are, but yeah. it's, like... It's kind of like people that are just like mad at everybody all the time and they Literally. just have like and they just have like really kind of like opinionated uh, trolly like. sense of humor opinionated but uh I like got on it and this Animal Crossing thread was like so amazing and like everyone gets the inside jokes and stuff and then I started posting on it and I started popping wow. off cuz I made Animal Crossing art and I was just like wow this is an amazing feeling and like I just I know that, like, a month ago, it was, like, the office for me. I was, like, again, I just was so obsessed with, like, how it was made that then the, like, the fan base of the office became even more fascinating to me. Because everyone got, like, the jokes and everyone... You feel like like you're a part of it. You feel like you're a part of it. So are you guys a part of any, like... At least, but you're part of Harry Potter for sure. Yeah, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> no, no, but like, are you are you like part of online groups that are like Harry Potter fans? I did. No, I actually did like at some point. I mean, recently because I didn't have like too much time. But like, I did like join like some. It was like a Reddit, but it wasn't a Reddit. It was like a, you know, like something that like a blog or whatever, and that you like join and stuff. So like, it. I saw like, and then also there's like. So with Harry Potter, it's like you watch the movies, right? Like when you're young, but like then there's this new like usually fans like or like the diehard fans, they like um they oh no 
like the whole you like look up like these conspiracy theories of like each thing and so like there's like there's there's like art like not articles but like yeah these same like reddit type of things about that and so that's really interesting because then you see like oh each like each part in the um books and movies like what does it you know mean or what does it correlate to so it's like yeah that's pretty much that's a big cult (laughs) the harry potter wizarding world is a is a big cult for sure there's I see a lot of people that have the um, what's it called the tattoo the uh, like forever uh, yeah symbol. yeah the three um, <laughs> she keeps cutting off <laughs> what about you guys are you in any I- I'm in like cults when like sometimes sorry it's I froze I... sorry I can froze. we not use the word cult so casually please <laughs> no it is it's yeah a... I don't think we I don't think I'm in, like, cults. I, like, get into the hype of things, like, while it's hype. Like, Game of Thrones, like, all my friends would talk about it. But I wouldn't join any, like, Reddit threads. I wouldn't go, like, that extreme or anything. And then once it's, like, done, then I'm, like, past it. Or if, like, a new Star Wars movie comes out, then, like, maybe join, like, a texting group or something. It's like, yo, what do you think is going to happen? And then talk about it after, and then I'm done. So probably when I was younger, I was probably, like, more crazy about it, but... I don't know. It is fun, like finding these groups about something you're passionate about. Because you're like this weird thing, and everyone else is so passionate about it. It's like awesome, especially like uh, if you're watching some YouTuber in the, the comments. Like I think that's the extent I'd go right now to how culty I'd be. But yeah. Yeah. I think I was telling you about this, but I think when it comes to certain things that are made really well like you could you could say you know like harry potter or star wars or whatever they've made it so well that it it allows for you know like a fan base to to want to talk about it in that much depth right and so i think for me like the fascination of that and like this is what i was talking to you about shamir is just like i get obsessed with that like why does this work so well and then i like start looking up like everything about it like when i got obsessed with the office i was like i want to see how this came together i want to know what the writers were going through i want to know like you know why this person left the cast i want to know what the thinking was of this or that and it's just like why like creating something like that you can't just do you know you can't just come up with like hey let's just create it's like making a viral video but even even more it's like this thing is going to last forever in history like think about the impact that Star Wars and Harry Potter and these things will have forever. They're always going to yeah. be like Marvel, right? Like the superhero world of Marvel. It's insane like what level they've gotten to with like the universe they're making and everything. So I don't know. I just find that that fascinating. And Tiger King made me think of all of this. But <laughs> Amber, are you, the, you're not in any cults? Um, I, I, Cardi I, B. I Cardi B. Cardi B is not necessarily a cult. Like, I, I mean, it's like... I do like to follow people and I like to keep up with them like pretty closely when it like for example like right now Megan Thee Stallion's really hot when it comes to like all of her dance stuff and whatever like whatever she's saying it's kind of like you know popping. Oh so, like, the hot girl cult. Hot, hot girl cult. Yeah, that is a cult for sure. sure. Is it really a cult though? Because we last really year are... when you were talking about it you were part. It of It was cult. culty AF. Yeah. It's just. 
<laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, it, I mean, to be honest, the hot girl cult is that, that probably is a cult because um, we did have a whole ass movement last year. And but. you had a leader. You called her your leader. Yeah, she, she was our leader. That's true. I would say the other closest thing that is like, I like, I feel like I've related to most girls about, and I probably only started watching it to relate to other girls about it is Keeping Up with the Kardashian. Like, like yeah. that has so many people interested in it. Like, like any girl that you talk to, like randomly. And about like a certain topic and you could just be like, yeah, but like Kim's like this, you can have like a whole conversation about their dynamic, like an incident that happened, like when the Tristan and Chloe thing happened, like super invested when Jordan and Kylie's little breakup happened and that whole thing, like that's something that you can kind of like, you know, even like debate about like signs, like, oh no, it was not Jordan's fault. Let's do that. Let's do that. I want to do that. After this weekend, I am joining this KK uh, Wait, I have a question. I have a question. So does it bother you guys that like these episodes come out like months after the events actually happen? It did in the beginning. It bothers me. Like now it's really hard to like keep up with the two because every time they're promoting, they're like a lot like because they always talk about it in past tense. Like things are completely different now. And like me and Courtney are completely fine. I'm like, you're giving away your whole like your whole season. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like, why are you doing that? But I think that's why it's easier for people to like relate to YouTubers. And obviously Tana Mojo isn't like a Kardashian level, but like I would say relate it most closest to her because she just has so much like controversy and hype constantly following her. Um, but like it does bother me that it comes out super late and I think it's super easy to follow YouTubers because it's so like now. Like, I think it, it works. Happens. I Like when I saw that Kim and Kanye yeah. were together for the first time. Um, I asked my sister, cause she, she would watch that show. I'm like, wait, so is Kanye gonna be on it now? And she's like, oh, it'll happen in the next season. And then I was actually like waiting. I was like, when does the next season come out? Cause yeah. I want to see how Kanye it like fits into its hype. Like that's what the hype is from. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're waiting because- no, they don't talk about anything when things happen. So like when the Jordan and Chloe thing happened, we yeah. had to wait four months yeah, to hear anything that was happening That's so behind. Smart. And like it honestly, like sure brings their name back up, but like I'm nowhere near as interested or invested as um as much as I was when it was happening in real time. And I'm like, oh wow, this is crazy that this is happening to the Kardashians. I guess I'll have to wait four months. Amber, to see you're what you're a product of the times. You're you're so like used to social media just yeah. like giving you everything right away that TV shows back then like we like remember when we were kids and we would wait like oh Wednesdays at 10 p.m. my favorite show yeah, comes on yeah, yeah I, like, I hate TV because I have to like like plan my yeah. schedule around what time it's gonna air like no <laughs> Yeah. Like, like now what? now what's the case like even amongst our friends group it's like yo guys have you seen this movie or tv show no what's it on hulu oh i only have netflix who has a hulu password i need to watch it right now it's like <laughs> bro it's why are yeah. we just moving so fast i mean it's fine like it's awesome but at the same time it's like you yeah. have to you no, have to be I'm conscious i'm definitely that no no but yeah. tiger king you have to watch it now like <laughs> you have to yeah. watch it now. <laughs> it's moving fast but I was gonna yeah. say with the with the Kim Kardashian thing, after this weekend, I'm definitely gonna like tune in because I've been waiting for like a few of these UFC fights to go off. But after what I saw, a sneak peek of like 
Kim versus Courtney in this like crazy slap fight where literally Kim's makeup got slapped off of her onto the wall. You're making I was like, no, Amber, if no, you watch the video back. No. I think she pushed her to the wall and her makeup came off. Like, I think that's what happened. Because yeah, like, said- makeup doesn't fly off people's faces. <laughs> when you're Kim Kardashian, it does. No. Trust me, her setting spray costs more than our houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like- that's fine. But what I saw was white wall and then boom and then a brown <laughs> spot on the wall. So yeah, I mean, I think setting it's spray that. It's fine. <laughs> I'll, uh-huh. I'm, all I'm going to say about that fight is it seemed like they were, like, on some sort of, like, they were, they seemed like they were zen fighting. Stop! Like, they were just, like, yeah, from it's a so distance funny. They still talk in monotone. Yeah, still like, really what are you doing? Yeah. Why would you hit me like that? Yeah. And then I can't, Kim is my like, daughter is sleeping. And Kim, Kim is walking away. She goes, you whore. It's yeah. so funny, but um, I have no context of anything. I just wanted to ask you guys from from what I saw on Twitter. It seemed like Kim has a problem with Courtney like not doing enough or whatever, but she yeah. also like I don't know like is that what happens like Courtney, Courtney is not. This is a whole thing. I think you need yeah. to catch up because like there is literally a team Kim and team Courtney, and I am team Kim. So yeah, like that's. I don't like, think it's I... right to be team Courtney. The problem with Courtney yeah. is that she wants. Like, she doesn't want to, like, like show up for filming and stuff, right? Yeah. Which, like, fine, don't show up for filming. Like, you won't, like, you know, be a part of the show or whatever. Yeah. But, like, she's willing to be, like, a little bit in the door. Like, oh, I'm showing up. Isn't this enough? But, yeah. like, not not give anything while she's there. So then she gets mad. Like, why is me showing up not enough? But the problem is that when she does that, she, like, causes problems between herself and Kim and herself and Chloe, yeah. And then she gets mad that that's and an she's issue. Mad. Like, she doesn't even, like, they don't talk about it. Like, they don't, like, actually say, like, or, I mean, maybe behind the camera they do. But, like, the thing is, like, they don't ever get to, like, the, they just keep arguing about, like, the stupid superficial stuff. It's like, why don't you just get to the actual, like, core and be, like, okay, like, I just don't want to feel like comfortable anymore doing it because they're getting mad at like her not showing up and she's just saying i have priorities okay but you have to explain like what you have to that was a really great courtney impression like that sounded spot on (laughs) she she constantly uses the excuse that i'm a mother like the whole time they're all mothers right but the problem is that she says like i'm a mother like for example the biggest fight that they had before this was like for like a photo shoot and so like she was like okay like everybody needs to be on set by 8 a.m and she was like i'm not taking my kids out of school so they will be here by three and i'm not staying later than four o'clock and their families are like 50 people yeah. So the time frame that you're giving everybody is one hour to get there, get coordinated and take pictures. And then she's like, OK, like she gives her own time frame. She doesn't want to adjust her time and her things. And yeah. Kim made a really good point where she was like, you have the most restrictions and most problems, but you do the least amount of stuff. Yeah. And then, um, you know, that's when Kim told her that she is the least interesting to look at. But they had a, a part in the show where she was like, I'm with my kids. I can't talk like I can't whatever. And, and, they, and they peer over the camera and all three of her kids are at Courtney uh, uh, at Chloe's house. 
And like, she didn't have any of her kids, so she was lying. She didn't have any of her kids. All right, I think there's a lot of detail to this. I don't want to turn this into a Kim Kardashian no. chat club or whatever. Um, <laughs> you gotta what, catch up first, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, what I was gonna say is like from the surface, right? And I don't, I don't like keep up with the show. So, what I can say is like that, from what it seems, a problem is with everything. All I know is that like Kim Kardashian, I feel like really elevated their like brand, right? from the beginning of just like the Kardashian name and label. Yeah. And she kind of serves as like that that ambassador or whatever. And for her to give your family and everyone involved like the the kind of lives that they they have, regardless of like what their father did and all that, like they would not be at this level without her, I feel. And her so- Her and Chris, her and Chris, yeah. yeah sure, yeah, I think they did a great job. And like, I think when it comes to like the leader of something, uh, that is, you know, that big and powerful. Everyone on the outside can love you and adore you as much as they want. But from the inside, if you're being like not treated right and you're not treating your I'm just using leader for the sake of using leader. But like if you're not treating your leader, um, the person that is like putting this out there for you the right way, if you're not like, you know, letting them know that you're grateful or whatever. And I'm sure they do. I think that they like, you know, behind the scenes and all, behind all the drama you know, of what I a think, reality yeah, show from, is, they're great. From the but surface, like, they don't. You're right. Yeah. And like, I feel like, you know, again, people get tired of that kind of stuff and their lives are literally on display for all of us to see. And it's easy for us to like laugh at and whatever. But like, that's how, that's how like dynamics work in like family, business, everything in general. Mm -hmm. we, we're just not being recorded. And for also, other like, people, it's, it's probably it way worse. gives you a good insight about how like, a little bit more about how sisters work too, like yeah. <laughs> because sometimes you'll see things you be like, oh my god, how like even Neha, we were having a conversation about oh, this, oh yeah, that's and she was like, how could she hit her sibling? And I was like, I'm like, no, like sisters, yeah. sisters do that. Sisters like, are, like, are like, uh, like violent like that. Like Neha was really confused, like, oh, how could they even get violent? And that happens, like girls, like sisters, especially or like family. I feel like. Even cousins, like I feel like I've gotten into fights with my girl cousins too, and like there's but at male... that age though, I think that's the difference. Like my no, it does like, happen. My sister, like we even with my brother and every everybody, like we've all like had really bad like physical fights when we were younger, but mm -hmm. definitely not at this age. Yeah, I guess like girls though, it, it's the cattiness kind of the cattiness, yeah. It's the producers. Continuous. <laughs> <It's> the producer. <laughs> go hit her. Go hit her. It is staged a little, I will say, but. For sure, for sure. It's real. I mean, that came out pretty real, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, they said they shut down uh, shooting for a week after that scene. Oh, wow. That makes sense. Um, but the last topic I want to hit, uh, we're almost at the, the hour mark, is this viral video. We were talking about viral stuff before. Viral song, viral movement, which is the Tootsie Roll, Drake. Immediately, what is your guys' reaction of this movement so i think right he was like it left foot slide that's all <laughs> i saw a meme that said like it's okay if we call this whack y'all <laughs> yeah <laughs> so drake drake is a master strategist yeah. um and he saw that his song uh what was the song that was popping off non-stop uh, non-stop was popping off on tiktok and it, he probably saw that his numbers were going way back up again so he's like, oh, I got to make a song for TikTok. Let me name it after a TikTok star, Tusi, and then let me make a dance to it. And everyone's at their homes, so they're going to dance to it. And so yeah. 
he was just like, let me make that. And let me show my house in the video and flex to okay, show. But how do you feel about it, though? So I'm explaining the precedence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Thank you. but uh, I don't know. I think it's cool. Like, I mean, I like his voice. He sounds good in it. The song's kind of eh, but it's a good sounding song, I think. It's catchy, like now, how. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna use that I'm gonna use that tweet again. Shamir, it's okay to call it whack. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's whack. I think it's like I think it's yeah. I you know, usually I, I completely understand that Drake forever has been this like amazing or his team, I guess, has been amazing at marketing and strategizing and all that. God's plan, absolutely phenomenal execution. Uh, you know, the Kiki song, absolutely phenomenal. Like a lot of a lot of different things in my feelings. Uh he's been great at. And he hasn't been that guy that's like, oh, make this go viral. Whereas a lot of his like peers uh in, in the rap game or in just like the music industry are so forcing the TikTokness and like the the virality of certain things. This I felt like, okay, this song is boring, the beat is boring, like the dance is boring. There's nothing to this, but I know that it's easy enough and catchy enough for people on TikTok and everything to just get on. And like Honestly, even the videos that the TikToks are making, I'm just like, man, this doesn't feel right. It reminds me of Cotton Eye Joe, like literally. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I mean, I think it's catchy. I hate the Board in the House song. Like that's a song. I, like, love, oh, I love. I that. love that song. That song is better than Two Zero. No, I want to punch my phone. Like no, the guy's verse. Like the song that they actually made is like I I appreciate that they made an actual song. Like Tyga and the dude. But he but was me alone. I didn't like, even know it was a real through. song. Yeah, Tyga made it into a real song. Oh, okay, okay. And he had his own. He actually got the guy to do a verse, and the verse was pretty good. But like I don't know, it's just so annoying. And but that's naturally it. viral, right? Yeah. Like that. Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't like. He oh, was just I'm this sitting at his home and like doing like. You Drake. Know? Drake gets to decide. He, he's like, okay, I am the biggest artist in the world, and I am going to put a viral hit out now. Like that's what he does. He literally gets to do that. And I, I guess my thing is like, is it worth it? Do you guys think it's worth it when you're for your brand for your whatever? And Drake, like, I don't think he's he's famous for doing that like on on that level like usually you could people suspect it they're like oh drake is just doing it for the cloud and this and that but nobody ever is like oh yeah this is clearly like an elaborate plan to yeah. make this for tiktok or whatever usually drake like he gets like a trend maybe like outside the country before it's like popping in the u.s and then makes it pop in in the u.s so he does things before it's like cool but this time like he's like trying to do something overdoing something I mean, and he's I walking around with a Nike hijab in his house. What are you yeah. doing, bro? Yeah, it was like too much. <laughs> Yo, that Wait, house really? is hype, though. Yeah, I sent you guys the thing. Like, Yo, is it hype? It looks, it looks really cold. I mean, it, he's just everybody's, flexing. Grammys everywhere. Everybody's wearing, like, three jackets, <laughs> the face mask. I'm like, bro, where's the heat? <laughs> is, he in, is it in Toronto? Because it's cold the there. Flex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's cold there. So that's why. The house I is mean, not cold. I, I still, like, I know that it, it was, like, a plan, but, like, I liked it. Amber, do you have a TikTok coming up for this? Is this why you're saying that? No, I don't. Are <laughs> you going to have a TikTok? No, I, I don't have a plan to have a TikTok coming to it. I just think, I just like it. I Like, only because, and it doesn't take a lot for me to do this, so I should make that um, clear, uh, but, like, 
I think all day yesterday, I probably said it like 70 times. I was like, and like, just like, it's just like fun to like keep saying all day. Like, I don't know if it's because I like it or because it's just like vibey or catchy. Um, but I mean, I wasn't mad about it. Thanks, Drake. You gave me something to say. While I, was I feel like the Megan the Stallion. I was doing a little more. dance while I was working. It kept me going yesterday. What's the Megan the Stallion? Or the, one? Sorry, I don't know who sings the Savage. Uh, Savage. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that that yeah, one. Yeah, that's a, I think that one works. It's good. Like um our friends Emma then and my brother Dal were like they were um over we were like working on we just randomly were like, Oh, let's make like a few TikToks or whatever. And then that song had just dropped and Emma was like, Yo, let's get on it right now, like immediately. Which it's one? gonna blow up. Uh two super bowl. Uh, it just came out and um I heard it and then we started like trying to think of some stuff we even saw the dance and everything and i just like didn't feel it i was like man i, I don't want to put out something that i'm just like not even like feeling yeah. i i just felt no way towards i was like this is so boring but the annoying part is that it's made for you doing like okay so you know blinding lights like the uh the yeah, yeah blinding the weekend lights. song yeah they that was like not meant to right. be that but it's like a thing and so that's the thing like i don't like how it's meant to do a tiktok and like it's just like yeah. okay well what's the point you know because even the kiki know, that was not like a the kiki do you love me like the oh, car yeah, yeah. one like somebody made that up so somebody it's like, did that yeah yeah but what's annoying is like this might be one of the songs that get included automatically in like a party playlist you know how it's like yeah. okay two step it's yeah by usher it's uh that song is yeah. like two hops one time whatever cupid shuffle <laughs> cupid shuffle i feel like this might be one of the songs that like now are going to be included in that list is like yep. oh my god like it's a two zero yeah but it's just gonna be like no, like not this one. Like you could have done anything. It's Drake, bro. Drake is good at what he does. Like why couldn't it have been better? Maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe it gets better over time. I mean, we Hopefully. have high expectations for him. He's just doing something smart. That's gonna last. And we last. should. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. I'll I'll take what he gives. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. We gotta close this out. But um. For everybody at home, uh. Alicia, do you have any idea of like what? we can expect like what i don't know if you were in any of your uh, med school your med school cults what they're saying or whatever um but like what yeah, should people be doing and all that cult, uh my med school cults uh consensus is that you should be social distancing and um just using precautions i mean the thing is like it's more about like uh just like washing your hair like being normally hygienic you know and yeah, so like I think, stuff. yeah, common sense. I mean, my personal thing is I'm just confused, like what's going to happen when they technically open up, you know, like whenever like uh, the country opens up, I don't know what's going to happen. Like they're working on um, treatments and stuff, which is like good, but th we're not getting a vaccine for like a year. But it's just like, I'm just confused. Like, is everyone going to just run out I'd like because if everyone runs outside like you might still get it so what's the, what's the point like you know so I guess we'll yeah. just have to wait and see like what happens I think it's more like we're I'm hoping like they think of like a treatment or like something that like can you know help people who if you do get it like you can at least go to the hospital or like the clinic and you know get checked out yeah I guess the mm -hmm. thing was like their whole purpose behind everyone staying inside or whatever was like to to what was it like flatten yeah, flatten the curve, the curve or whatever. Flatten the curve, so yeah. 
flattening the curve, like to my knowledge, it doesn't mean that like, oh, it's going to go away. It's just like less people in the hospital at the same time. Yeah. But when we like you have to think about when everyone goes out at the same time again, that could shoot up. I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what they've projected, but it could shoot it up again as yeah, long, yeah. unless they unless they do think uh, get more tests. Like the biggest thing is tests and um, treatment like or do you, you know, think like, that hospital. we'll do what China did and like waited till they had like no new cases before they started that's okay china doesn't have say, that's a lie. No they yeah. literally they literally even released a thing and they said like it was not like they they were tampering like the results and they're like, kicking you know? out people from the hospital that like have it so that their numbers don't yeah. go up yeah bro so they I, everyone's going to the um sorry, like, great wall of china that? everyone's going to the great wall of china because they released the lockdown like, they don't have a lockdown anymore. Yeah, oh, so wow. people are going to the tourist sites. Wow. I mean, they opened up. Right. The biggest problem that I have is they opened up the market again. And except yeah. other, than, other than bats, they still have everything else. And it's just like, you know. <laughs> I thought they have bats, too. But, yeah, that's crazy. I, I'm not exactly sure. But what I saw was, like, at least they stopped the bat. I mean, how can you really control that, you know? Yeah. I have an idea. I think, like, we should just... um whosever birthday month it is will go slowly like that instead of releasing everybody at once like yeah. after after like july like you know maybe around like september or whatever it's like okay anybody that has a birthday in september all right you're allowed out and then we go you know by the months november december whatever like everybody slowly gets i missed october but um, oh, i think like you the, think the you think thing- that when <laughs> you think that when they start letting October people out that September through December aren't powered enough? You think people are yeah. gonna wait till July the next year? Wait. Nah, everyone's gonna run out. Yeah. No, listen, listen, it was a it was an idea, okay? <laughs> you have to look at other countries and other countries are actually like okay, see the problem with America is there's so many regulations. Other countries are trying these things of like, you know, the the steam and like whatever things and like they're not sh- skyrocketing numbers like we are, you know? And so I think that's the problem is just like we're doing this thing of like, yeah, like uh, social distancing and quarantine. But then it's like you're they're not open to trying anything. So it's like when we're when we're let out, it's going to be the same. Like it's not really my personal thing is I don't think anything's really going to change if we're going out or not, because it's just delaying the curve thing. It's not really like stopping it or like even um, containing anything. So I don't know. Yeah, well. We'll see what happens. I guess um, all we can really do is like for now, just take note of everything happening. Um, And if, you know, these markets are open again and like wherever it comes from, whether it came from the aliens or bats or whoever, like just being prepared for next time. Like, you know, everybody's sort of we were not uh, prepared. Yeah. Yeah, as a country, I mean, the world, like, nobody was prepared. Nobody was prepared. I think I think China was, like, a little bit more prepared because they've dealt with things in the past. I don't think they were prepared at the level that, like, they could have, they couldn't have, like, predicted it. But, like, I mean, I think that America should have had some sort of, like, plan. Apparently there was a plan, but, like. Apparently, I mean, no, there was literally a movie made on this, and they still couldn't (laughs) plan accordingly. <laughs> yeah, the mo- like that's crazy. Like movies can predict and like help figure out what pe- how people might react and all that in the future and like They called the the contagion people on CNN. Uh, and yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they try to put them in jail. It. They're like you guys <laughs> knew about this. <laughs> 
No, they were literally asking them, what can you expect now? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's our problem. Like, even Donald Trump, right? Like, he calls his friends. He's like, okay, I have a friend who's like, that's like what we're doing right now, right? We're like, (laughs) oh, yeah, Alishba, like, she goes to med school, right? Like, okay, Alishba, tell us everything about coronavirus. Like, obviously, we're just asking, like, if you know any more than us and stuff. But, like, Trump literally does this as a professional, like, for the country. Like, I have a friend, like, he wrote this book. Not even just a professional, the president of the United States of America. Like, he does that as his, like, (laughs) Yes. I mean, in general, I feel like we're pretty uh, ignorant when it comes to certain things. And uh, all you can really do is just, like, like you were saying, use the common sense stuff prepare better and and i think you and know this is steamer, not apparently but, and and like for everybody that thinks that this is like a conspiracy and don't hoard toilet paper yeah <laughs> use like, it's really happening it's really out there and no it's not a conspiracy theory yeah <laughs> yeah so stay safe and uh you know hang in there we hope that you're enjoying our quarantine content um, and thank you again for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. Thank you, Muffy, for being here. Uh, we appreciate you. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time.